It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotsi. Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution podcast is brought to you by Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsi Pharmacy. Welcome to Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. I'm Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotsey, founder and CEO of the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. And if you have not downloaded our podcasts yet, uh, we always have good new content. So please check out HotseyPodcast.com. That's H-O-T-Z-E Podcast.com. Thank you, Stacey. And thank each one of you for joining us today on Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. You know, I believe that you and Every individual really needs to have a doctor and a staff of professionals who have the wherewithal, the know-how to coach you on a path of health and wellness naturally. So as you mature, you got energy, you got vitality and enthusiasm for life without using pharmaceutical drugs. Today is our pleasure to have a longtime guest of ours here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center, Debbie Brooks, who became a guest here back in August of 2008. And I wanted you to get a chance to meet her because she has a very remarkable story, and I think you'll be able to identify with her um, when she tells that story. So, Debbie, thanks for joining us today. What a pleasure. Good to have it's you. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Well, it's great. You've done very well over the last, now it's been 11 years, and you fought through some issues. Tell us, what was going on in your life? What do you do right now? What kind of work are you in? I'm um, a semi-retired homemaker. Okay. Um, I lost my husband about a year and a half ago, right. but I'm still raising a 10-year-old, and so that makes me semi-retired. <laughs> she keeps me really busy. So when back in 2008, what was going on? Normally, people don't come here immediately. Think of the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center when they're having some kind of health issue. They usually have had it for a period of time and have seen a number of physicians. What was going on with you? That made you decide that you were have that made you think you were having health problems that you ended up coming to see us. Wow, how much time do we have? We we got it. Um, like a lot of your guests, I started out very young having problems with my menstrual periods. Um, it was oh, it was horrible, and then I ended up finally, um going to my gynecologist and saying, I, you know, I really can't do this. I'm so tired. I just, I can't seem to get my act together. Now how, when did it, how, what, what year would have that been? That was um, getting close to 1999 is when okay. I ultimately um, got a hysterectomy. But okay. I remember one time I went into my gynecologist. I was in there doing some blood work because I said to the nurse, I'm so tired all the time. She said, oh, sweetie, we all are. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay, so this... I guess there's not going to be a whole lot that we're going to get done here. But then I did um, talk to to, um, them about, and they said, well, let's just do a hysterectomy. But up until that Let's just do a hysterectomy. Let's do a hysterectomy. Okay, so so what kind of problems? Had you had any children prior to then? One. Okay. One birth. And that was in what year? Um, He was born in uh, 1985. So born in 85, and, and and you would have been how old when this happened? I was 21 when my son was born. Born, but when you had, when you had the problems that led to the hysterectomy, you I was 35. Okay, 35. And so, what kind of problems were you having? Dysfunctional uterine bleeding, heavy cramping, clotting, fibroids. What? 
a lot of mood swings, yeah. a lot of that, a lot of mood swings. And my husband would say, um, oh, you know, this is really hard to um, get along with you. And I'd say, oh, you think it's hard on you? How would you like to live in here? This is, it was very difficult. The mood swings were just horrible. Um, but, why, but why did they, having mood swings isn't a reason to do a hysterectomy. So no, but I had, um, they said I had. Um, fibroids? Yes, I had that. Terrible bleeding, terrible, mm-hmm. terrible ble- bleeding. Um, just back aches, headaches, um, just overall feeling horrible. I think I felt good one week out of the whole month. And we, we did, when you talked to your OB-GYN at that time, did they put you on any medication, birth control pills or anything trying to regulate you? Birth control pills. Right. Oh, absolutely. And some, oh, a little Zoloft. Mm-hmm. We need some Zoloft because... Right. Um, I just wanted to kill somebody most of the time. Zoloft is a SSRI antidepressant selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which is a very commonly it's, it's like Paxil or Prozac, mm-hmm. any of those. So under they put they put they put you on that. Now, mind you, at thirty five, now here's Debbie. She was having what we would call in medical terms dysfunctional uterine bleeding. Her periods had become heavier. She was having cramping. Uh, she had fibroids develop. She had mood swings, had headaches. Just didn't feel well. And this, and this would go uh, premenstrually. You'd have your symptoms what a week before, two weeks before, mm-hmm. and it was be- becoming progressively worse. They tried to put her on some uh, birth control pills, put her on some antidepressants. She's still having problems. And so, the OB/GYN does what he's trained to do. First, he's trained to deliver babies. He does that. The first half of their career, OB-GYNs deliver babies. The second half of their career, they do hysterectomies and bladder and bladder lifts. That's the way, that's their business model. It's just that way. I mean, so, uh, so you ended up having a hysterectomy at age 35. Now, the reason she had to have this is because she was having what we call progesterone deficiency and estrogen dominance. As women march through their menstrual life, their progesterone levels decline, and those occur from the moment a woman ovulates in mid-cycle, day 15, day one being the first day of the period, until day 28. In a perfect world, in a 28-day cycle, a woman will make estrogen starting on day one. In mid-cycle, she'll make progesterone when she ovulates, and those are supposed to balance each other. But when the estrogen dominates, you get a lot of proliferation of the inner lining of the womb. The periods become heavier. You develop fibroids and a host of other premenstrual symptoms, which you had. So you had the hysterectomy. Then what? Oh, well, that wasn't the end of it. I still had my ovaries, but um, I was still, so then I was still having issues, and I would go back and say I'm still having issues. What kind of issues? Oh, well, still, like I was gonna have a menstrual you know I would still get moody and I would still okay so the cramping wasn't there anymore but I would still get the same symptoms as far as headaches and um she was still estrogen dominant so so to to remove the uterus stops the dysfunctional bleeding irregular bleeding and gets rid of the fibroids but it doesn't stop the hormonal imbalance which affects every cell in your body so you were still having the symptoms premenstrual symptoms that you had had because you were still ovulating and still making a lot of estrogen, not making enough progesterone. So okay. they put me back on um, birth, control, birth pills. control pills. Okay, and how did you do on that? Oh, I guess I thought I was doing okay for a while, but that 
that didn't that didn't fix anything that didn't take care of anything so um, then that ultimately um, while I was ironing one day because I love to iron I know that sounds crazy for a lot of women but um, I would listen to your program mm-hmm. and um, the more I listened the more I realized that there is an answer to this and so that's how I finally you ended up coming in I came here in 2008 so mm-hmm. when you came did you see Dr. Ellsworth or Dr. Sheridan? Actually, when I first started coming, I was seeing Debbie. You were seeing Debbie Yannick, who mm-hmm. was our nurse practitioner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so when she evaluated you, it was obvious to her, based upon our your clinical symptoms, that you had progesterone deficiency and, and uh, that you had symptoms of low thyroid and that you probably weren't eating right at the time and you had some vitamin and mineral deficiency. So... She put you on some thyroid. Yep. And I think you'd been on some thyroid prior to that, hadn't you? Yes. Well, no. Not until I came here. Right. I didn't even know anything about it. Okay. That's That was what I listened to you a lot right. about. So anyway, we put her on some natural thyroid preparation, put you on some progesterone, and uh, I think we gave, did we give you some estrogen as well? We testosterone. Gave some testosterone. Mm-hmm. And then put you on some vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how did you do I did, I did really well, but I had another issue that I didn't know about, and mm-hmm. I found out about that getting closer and closer to um, 2014. I found out that I had Lyme's disease, mm-hmm. and because I could never, I could never quite, you know, women know, we know how, how we're feeling. Right. Could never quite get there, and I would talk to Debbie about it. I just, oh, I just, I, I'm not quite there. Well, then I found out I had Lyme's disease. And so in 2014... How did you find that out? Did Debbie run a test here? Did you see somebody else? What was the story on that? I called here and said, do you do the test? And um, yes, we do the test here. So, but we don't treat. Right. And so I said, okay, great. Let's do the test. We did the test. Found out, oh, thank goodness. Now I know what really is going on here. So um, I found a doctor that treats naturally in Florida. And I went there for um, three and a half months and um, got treated there and before I left there he said to me now when you go back to Houston I want to make sure that you see a doctor that knows something about um, hormone replacement hello well guess what I do in fact know a good a good doctor there and so I came back and saw Dr. Ellsworth and we went back on a full program of um, all of them. I needed everything. I needed everything. Sure. And because I wasn't quite well when I came back to Houston. And so that really started my and you wellness. Stop, so you had stopped while you were on your treatment. You had just stopped all your hormones and everything? Mm-hmm. Which you could have kept going on that. But anyway, while you were being treated. So anyway, you went through the treatment. It was successful. We came back and got you back up on your natural bioidentical hormones, mm-hmm. natural progesterone, some bias, put you on natural thyroid medication, back on your vitamins and minerals, a little bit of testosterone. And how'd you do? Oh, are you kidding? I can't stop talking about it to most of my friends and everyone that knows. They, they can actually see a difference in me because um, then I lost my husband a year and a half ago. And through all of that, I would have thought, anyone would have thought, sure. the stress of all of that would have either made me sick or depressed or 
No, I just, you know, we have to go through the grieving process and we have to um, take care of ourselves. But I'm telling you that if I hadn't been as healthy as I am through that whole process, it probably I wouldn't have done as well. But um, I honestly do feel the best I've ever felt. I honestly do. And um, and we had lunch just a, um, a week or right. so ago, and we were talking about it. And I get excited. I tell I tell people when they're asking me. You're what we call an ambassador or an advocate, <laughs> and that's what we love. And this is and she, and this is what we see is when, when people get their lives back, and that's what you really got your life back. Imagine if when you were 35 had the hysterectomy and had just kept going the way you were going, what would your life be like right now? Well, coupled with the Lyme disease, with Lyme, what oh, you, my goodness, I, what, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. We have seen this so often. So you've got, and, and what I, I really credit Debbie for doing is that she did a 180 and took charge of her health. She knew if she didn't take charge of her health, nobody else was going to care enough to take no. charge of your health. No, And it's made a huge difference in your life. And look at you now. So you're now maturing. And you look like a million dollars. You do. You look great. And by the way, enjoy your youth while you have it. I know that because I'm 69 now, and she looks like he's she looks still good. enjoying his youth. You know, Janie and I just came back from Colorado. We celebrated our 51st wedding anniversary. Oh my! And we went up. We went up. Thank you. We went up on Saturday, and we're there Saturday night, Sunday, Monday. And they came back yesterday afternoon. We were up in the up in the Rockies. We went to the Broadmoor. And we went to the Broadmoor, which is in Colorado Springs, has a uh, ranch at Emerald Valley, which is about 10 miles up, 2,000 feet into the mountains, as remote as it could be. It takes about 45 minutes to drive 10 miles. It's, it's, you drive up a narrow little road to get up there, and then you're in the middle of nowhere. Wonderful. It was nice. <laughs> 8,200 feet. And it was lovely, warm, and so we enjoyed ourselves. It was Wonderful. nice just to get away. But anyway... You've done exceptionally well, and I congratulate you for that. And you're looking good on a scale of 0 to 10. What's your energy level? 10 being brimming with energy, 0 no energy. Oh, 10 plus. Now, 10 plus. Now, most individuals, as they mature, their energy levels decline. They don't feel well. They end up going to see the doctor like Debbie had done. Next thing you know, you're on a host of drugs, sleep medication, anxiety medication, depressant medication, joint medication, heart medication, blood pressure medication, diabetes medication. Next thing you know, you're, you're walking pharmacy. We see this all the time. And those, those drugs are all toxins, and they cause you to be toxic, which down-regulates your ability to produce energy in your cells, and you're just a low-voltage individual, and that's the way you're leading your life. You don't think well. You don't feel well. You're sick and tired. You don't sleep well. You have mood swings, you get anxious, you get panic attacks, your joints hurt. You just feel lousy. And uh, you're told, like your, the nurse says to you at the doctor's office, well, we all feel we this all way. We all feel that way. <laughs> you it's don't okay. have to feel that way. And Debbie is a great example. Follow her example. So, Debbie, I thank you for joining us oh, today. And I congratulate you. you for doing a 180. Thank you. Charge yes, thank you. A special thanks to Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsey Pharmacy, proud sponsor of Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution podcast. Information.
information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.